0: Yo, we are coming in with another episode in store. Haven't been canceled, even with the long hiatus. What's going on, fellas? A new episode of VDL uh, Go Show my man Money Mouth.
1: What it is? Hey, my man. Yo, what's good, everybody? You got your
0: tonight as usual. How you doing, guys?
1: thank you? All good. You know, yeah. just chilling. Might get phase two reopening soon. Yeah.
2: Phase, two. phase it's been a long time. What exactly does phase two mean? Phase two means that they got crusty hairlines. Can I stop? I'm tired of these Marvel right, movie good. phases. Um, references. <laughs> phase two. <right>?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Shit. We we get into the Avengers two part.
1: Avengers two, yeah. Infinity War. Woo. End game. Now, I was just thinking before we got on. I was playing Spider Man PS4. It's crazy how that game and like End Game kind of predicted like a lot of what we are going through like right now. He's living in like a bizarre uh, world. Everybody, because yeah, I don't know if y'all played this. The... Yeah, I don't know if y'all played the Spider Man game, but it's like a whole like plague is like in New York, and there's, like pro like riots and shit like in the street. So, shit crazy. Yeah. That came out like a whole year, like year or two ago. So,
2: did they show them getting in that game hitting them for them?
1: For them? Nah, you only could stay in Madden. <laughs> I think that might be in the Miles Morales game. You could get told to today's Morales. <laughs> <laughs> Man, like the special feature, black communities. Like, yo, what's up, Miles?
2: On the map, it don't show past 86th Street.
1: <laughs> He's
0: like, 86th Street. This is, this is yeah. uptown. What are you talking about? This is already uptown.
1: I remember, fucking market that game, like the Ultimate Black experience. Like, get your hair cut or, like, play basketball or some shit like that. Well, now with phase two, it ain't an issue anymore. Yeah, but it looks like WWE's about to be in phase one. We're going to get to that later. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Dude. But, luck- yeah. I was saying, but luckily enough we was able to get um backlash. Yeah. Got the backlash. Even though somebody had I think possibly was was that person like at Backlash or oh, the Raw?
0: This was just um you know, breaking the fourth wall again. So this is basically going down to them taping uh, Raw this past week. Um I know with Backlash was already taped. I don't know if it was everything in general that was taped, because I did see the live feed um, in a couple of different matches. I know some changes were made. Um, you know, we'll we'll talk about Paulie Dangerous and how some of those decisions <laughs> came about. But I know some of those matches were actually pre-taped about a week and a half ago, um, just right around the same time as a Takeover in Your House. I believe it was uh, okay.
1: that same weekend. Yeah, you know what? It was rolling in the PC. Mm
0: Mm-hmm. Somebody had the jerk. It
2: was a PC recruit. Yeah. You know, Florida numbers. We figured.
0: I guess those PEXIGlass didn't do any justice.
1: You just been on those plexiglass. It's funny though,
2: because it's like
1: we all, especially Chris, he's like a big hockey fan. So him to like the now plexiglass is like mad funny.
2: I'm glad
0: that at least um, some people have been aware of their surroundings and using those as you know on certain spots.
1: But just yeah, act exactly like it's not there.
0: Yeah, it's but stupid. I am not a I'm not a fan of those at all, especially up by the walkway where guys are coming out. The light is, for me, I'm watching it as a viewer at home, and that shit irritates the shit out of me. Like, too much light, too much <laughs> reflection. It, it It's not a thing. I know JR. Nah, I, I can see you. Who, JR? JR was cutting ass that the first week that uh they started allowing the, uh, the recruits in there.
2: Yeah. hmm
0: you know they're all spaced out. This week was actually a little different. I know they were able to allow some friends and family to kind of join into the crowd. I know for the backlash and uh, for the episode of Raw, so there there was some actual genuine fans, which was uh, nice to see for once.
1: Some real fans.
0: You know, I know they had a, um, were going in there. Um, they weren't even. So we, you know, I'll just, I'll just put it out there. They just signed a waiver. They checked the temps. They had to sign a waiver making sure, like, hey, yo, if you get sick or whatever the case is, WWE is not liable for any type of, you know, damn medical whatever medical things that you may or may not, you know, feel is deemed to sue us. They ain't responsible. <laughs> That's what it is.
1: Well, you
2: know, definitely no wrestlers could bring no no side pieces for this. It's too delicate.
0: mm, Do you imagine that the
1: godfather was there? <laughs> yeah. He only allowed one hole. <laughs> they, that would actually be pretty funny. After
0: a while, yeah, after a while, you know, he just he settled down with one. But you couldn't bring the whole whole train. They had a, they all had to be tested for other things now.
2: They put that in his contract. Only one hole per episode.
0: One hole per episode was just like, yo this recession, you
1: know, (laughs) money cuts. (laughs) And hopefully they get everything um, straightened out with that. We definitely don't need an outbreak. I think a lot of people, they were, they were in about that second wave. Especially down there, like down there is like reckless already. It's not even out
0: of wave one. (laughs) I've already, I already said it. I said when the, when the temp- when the temperature is high, and the weather is nice, this whole quarantine thing is not gonna exist. I know out here in New York, everybody in Astoria it was Liddy to Titty, motherfuckers were out in Ditmars and Astoria Boulevard. The bars were out. I know Pomo came out chopping down the, the the wavy finger, acting like he was Matumbo, like you guys are gonna ruin this. You guys are not practicing social distancing, and I'm just like, that shit is way out the window, man.
1: Yeah, like you said, especially like when it's summer and like nice
0: and hot. Nobody gives a fuck. I think that's where everybody is um is at. They're just like, hey, we flatten the curve. It just because it's not longer a threat doesn't mean that it's like it's gone and over. Mm -hmm. You know, some may or may not have their their theories about the coronavirus, you know, kind of putting myself in one of my AJ Styles type of theories that not a lot of people are, are big fond of. Uh, we, don't,
2: yeah, we don't need enough <laughs> of those comments.
0: No, no, no. <laughs> At least I don't believe you know that the earth is flat, according to the phenomenal one. Which is the reason why he went over from Raw and SmackDown. Apparently, he's, he was getting roasted too much where he felt uncomfortable. He was in his feelings. He was just like, hey, this is how I feel. These are my thoughts. These are my views. And motherfuckers just kept cutting ass on him.
2: Yeah. It's going to be, it'll be real interesting of uh, like a main roster, like a main character called the Rona. Like, they're going to have to like scrap that storyline
1: half the month.
0: Why not? Dude? Just make it a work. I suppose they probably gonna,
1: if somebody gets it, they'll probably turn it into a storyline. Why not? It'll be of the times. It'll be very, exactly. very modern. You know, Vince,
2: this is good shit. This is, good. this is such good shit. He's like, how do we spin this, man? That's good shit. It's like, I know. <laughs> get in here, Bruce.
0: <laughs> you got a uh, Long. a triple threat master, coronavirus, Vince McMahon, and God. <laughs> <laughs> Hell in a cell. I'll take Vinnie Mac. Hell in a cell. <laughs> I'm
1: still taking Vinnie Mac. When it takes all. <laughs> He didn't want to take Zolt, but um, <laughs> what did you guys think about um backlash this year?
0: Um, it was definitely better than the uh, the piece of shit that I saw last year.
1: What?
2: Or the or the, <laughs> or the shit we went to two years ago. <laughs> yeah, nothing
1: will ever top that.
0: That was possibly the worst pay per view
1: ever. Because of the show, and then after the show. I don't know, man. It, was, it was just
0: not good. It was, <laughs> it was not a good show. It's probably been
1: one of the the least best shows I've ever been to. And the sad thing is, we had, like, really great seats. all oh, thanks to our guy, Chris. We had great seats for, like, a trash-ass show. Yeah.
2: I, I, it was a trash show, but, you know, I was high, so, I, you know,
1: I was having fun. <laughs> Jeez,
2: <laughs> I was high. <laughs>
1: Yeah, we have some of that Rob Van Dam. <laughs> He's like, you ever watch
0: Backlash on Weed?
1: Weed. <laughs> That's the wrestling. Imagine a wrestling smoker out there like that. Like, you ever seen AWA seventy-eight first 78 first quarter? On Weed. Right. <laughs> they didn't even say
2: Weed back. It was on that reefer.
0: The
1: reefer. The Mary Jane. The grass. Shout out to the lovely the people. Grass. <laughs> At Prudential Center, we love y'all. Yeah, but
2: you want to go down to own um, the card Chief? Back
1: back? Yeah, we can. You have it, or you want me to pull up?
2: Um, you can
1: pull it up. Right. Look, I'm just I gonna know,
0: break the ice.
2: Yeah, I know the first match. The
0: wor- the- Dude, was- the worst match on that entire card was 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 poorly booked, and that was the Oscar and Nia Jax.
1: Yeah, that one looked like it was. There was like no rhyme or reason. Yeah, it, that's like a match you can tell. That shit was. Have
0: tra- I have no idea what, the, what they were thinking about, but that shit was straight bun. It was. It, it was just terrible. Like just just terrible all around. Miss spots here and there. Terrible double count out. I know they're they're gonna try to stretch that out,
1: um, but nobody really wants to see it. No, I mean
2: they don't got nothing. To do. What they gonna go back to Charlotte?
1: That's what I'm saying. <laughs> but nobody, there's nobody left.
0: There's always people left. You just gotta look at catering.
2: Yeah, they got people like <laughs> they, they got, if they they like if they take a look. They got Bianca on the sideline. They got Shayna. They got Liv Morgan. They got people that haven't had a, you know, run out the title yet.
1: True. But, but I don't think they, they want to,
2: like, bring
1: Bianca just to feed her, like, right off the bat.
2: Yeah, but, like, yeah. The hug, hunt. I don't know what they – it seemed like they saving Shayna and Bianca down the line. Yeah. Something. but it, I think they wait for for crowds for them. Yeah, so I guess, like, Nia is, like, the filler.
0: It could be something that they yeah. hopefully they can build up for uh for SummerSlam.
2: I even had like an interesting theory, like if they wanted to like they not doing nothing with with Kyrie. They could flip that. Have a curve. Have but
1: yeah, I think but I think that's like another thing like for fans. You know what I mean? Like you don't want to like Kyrie's out with an injury but, guys. Like, Yeah. Oh, Yeah. I forgot about that. Unfortunately.
0: Unfortunately. You know she ate she ate them stairs,
2: yeah that was a tough spot but, yeah, I mean I don't know some spots are hard hitting a lot of she took it right right on the crack of the steps
0: right in the chin,
2: yeah, but um' like
1: oh you were But
2: a uh, woman's match that was good on the card um the first match the tag team, triple,
1: t- triple threat tag team mm-hmm. it was good. Uh, like- it's, it's, it's the golden I like how their name is the golden um models or role models. Ro- the role models. models. Yeah. I kinda that's a little wink wink to um Mr. Abushi and Kenny Omega. I don't know how it slipped under WWE's radar, but <laughs> I like it. Yes.
2: Don't talk to that. We got the um the iconics back on deck.
0: Mm-hmm. It was definitely a good, decent match. Like fairly, fairly decent and entertaining.
1: Yeah, and that's how you can act. Yeah, because there's a
2: lot of storylines weaved into that one to that you know triple threat. Of all of them.
1: Yeah, and I see WWE starting to go with the route with these triple threats. Um, with no fans, having all three um competitors from a tag team. Yeah. This is like their second or third one mm-hmm. with like all three. Uh, like represented in the match, so if that's going forward, that would be pretty cool. Yeah, it's like is...
2: they building up the tag team roster.
0: There. Sounds like the uh, this there's, there's only one man who looks like it's responsible for all of this, Mr. Paulie. Nope, my man Teddy Long.
1: Bruce.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna put you in a tag team match, player.
1: Tag team matches, it was just one on one. Yeah, but oh,
2: I think they've been, oh. they've been doing a good job with that with the women's division of late,
1: the tag team division. Uh, it's mostly been Bailey. You said mostly what been Bailey. She... Yeah, I feel like Bailey. I think she's like hitting her her stride as a character now. Yeah, But like, you can tell when somebody is like clicking it and they they get it. Like I feel like she like all around like she gets it now.
0: Yeah, I agree. I, I agree, and it's, a lot of it is tag team division now for the women's is like starting to become relevant. Mm-hmm. Um, within the last couple of weeks, um, for whatever reason now it's because it's should have been done a while ago. Yeah. You know,
1: and I like I think maybe because everybody's like in the same stage. You know what I mean, like um. How everybody's in one place now? Yeah, cause they taking out
2: yeah they, they could take a better look at everything that everybody's in the same spot.
1: Yeah, rather than like going week for week, and you know they've got tunnel vision. They really got to be in like a sandbox effect now, and just try to come up with shit out the ass.
2: Yeah, it works. It works well, I, with some good matches so far. Some good.
1: And then we're we'll kind of see how everything
0: goes now with creative, both Raw and SmackDown. Being part of one division now, mm-hmm. you know, we know I, that. I kind of
1: like it now. Now that everything is like in one place, it, it, I think it kind of works
0: for now. Yes, but obviously we know that this is not going to work on the long haul.
1: Yeah, once once yeah, once it goes back to traveling and stuff like that,
0: you know, we know. A, yeah, you know, Bruce Ritz, uh, Bruce Pritchard. I know is going to be taking care of both brands right now on the head creative part. Yeah. They um
1: they drop yeah. Paulie down. Yeah,
2: they like, we'll gonna... we could get it We we'll get in that to that later, you know. The...
1: Oh yeah, so we just run on the car yeah. real quick so we can get in because that's the juicy, juicy usy <laughs> spice. Got that spice. Nah, that was the spice. That should like slap me. Mm. I... but um, now go ahead. I'll go down to the um the matches. yeah.
2: Who's who's next on the car?
1: Um, the I'm Sheamus like... and Jeff Hardy. Mm.
2: Which has been a controversial um, storyline.
1: Because of the junkie? We game. got a lot of, we got
2: car crashes, we got piss getting thrown on. And
1: junkies. Piss. I like junkies. Stoned. <laughs> <Pissed though>. And <laughs> I think that feud is, like, kind of cool. It kind of reminds me of, like, a throwback where, like, Two upper mid carders that's not vying for the title just somehow just like lock on, but you know they're like upper mid card. Yeah. It's it also like a storyline.
2: Yeah, it felt like a 98 roll storyline.
0: Because they. Yeah,
1: like it, like it has that.
0: They played this with uh, Shawn Michaels um, like 10 plus years ago. Mm. Same thing. They had him take a piss test in front of everybody. And then face got thrown. It's like, oh, I remember this storyline. I wonder where it came from. During the time, Mister Michaels lost his smile due to his drug use and his so-called back.
2: Yeah, it, it it's been causing a lot of heat on on Twitter as well. Like I, I believe Matt Hardy and, and Ribby, and they a, yeah, they threw a little shot.
0: They just. It's, it's sometimes it. Sometimes it. A lot of people feel uncomfortable, especially when it comes close to you, where they like to play, you know, real life situations Learned on screen. Lot. You know, they did it with um, with uh, Hawk from LLD. You know, he had an, he had a lot of issues. You know, he was basically a drunk. Um, you know, sniffed the the nose candy quite a lot, and it, and in reality, like they played it out where. He went up on a titantron and trying to just fucking, you know, fell off or got pushed off, basically, by draws. You know? Um, but it, it definitely, like, a lot of people feel, you know, a certain way about it. I know Animal wasn't happy about it at the time. Matt felt some type of way about it as well, you know, with how they're trying to do that whole Jeff Hardy thing. Mm-hmm. You know, so...
1: That's that. I I was like, I can see it on both sides because I feel like Matt Hardy because he knows like Jeff has to agree with this to be on TV, but I think he feels like it's kind of like a shot at him. Like as soon as he's like not around, they're like, "Hey Jeff, you want to talk about your, your abuse pass and we can bring that to TV type shit." Yeah, and we don't even know if if Jeff made the pitch on this. You know, that's that's also true. Yeah.
0: Unless it gets built around some sort of like a a redemption story,
2: yeah, right, yeah, exactly.
0: You know, because before in the past they've gone to, you know, certain things like that, and it's just doesn't it doesn't look right on a moral standpoint. But if they build it as like, hey, this is all lies, you know, we're getting into this angle, and it's just, and it turns into a a redemption, you know, type of angle, then I guess I'm okay with that. But it sucks when you have to use it at the expense of someone's real life experience.
1: Yeah, like especially like drug use because that that shit affects. Even though Matt um, Jeff Hardy hasn't done anything like very heinous to somebody, like that shit has like caused tragedy for some families out there. But I thought it was cool. Um, we got Braun Strowman versus The Miz and John Morrison. Mrs. Blazer was MVP of the night for me.
0: Oh, I'm sorry, but I have to disagree with that.
1: The real- you like the the blazer, yeah. The Is real Miami Vice,
0: the the real MVP of that whole thing was just the video. Let's 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 take that whole thing and really grasp it. That was Great. a classic.
2: Okay,
1: video of the year.
0: That deserves a
1: VMA. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's not too many videos being shot, so it, it might be in the running. Hey, hey, hey. Hey,
2: hey, ho, ho. And then I, I see what you posted, T. He you, you had the Don Johnson, little blazer. He no, <laughs> did.
1: <Damn. laughs> Only people could just like the 80s again. Get <laughs> my little Miami look. The, the, the slick back with the shades. The fucking um, turquoise like undershirt. <laughs> Poppy square.
0: <laughs> Get that white blazer.
2: Ooh, You setting the tone right there.
0: That's all you needed. All you needed was like that that, pink, like... that little pink salmon throwing a white blazer.
2: Yeah, like and even Gucci. the way they shot the video, the, the montages, the, you know, the split screens, the throwback. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very
1: ages-like. Yeah. The hair in the wind. So That's what you call... I don't know who pitched that, but it was pretty good.
0: <laughs> that was basically what you call a list type of music
1: video. Mm. And then, fun fact about um Miami Vows and Pink before we jump into the WWE Championship match, um, they actually um brought that style, um, that color into the the style world. Dog, like a lot of a lot of men was like wearing pink before that show came out. Hmm before before? Kanye yeah Yeah. like Miami Vice like for men's fashion was like a big thing like back then like Miami Vice was like Instagram
0: (laughs) yo we all know who was the real ringleader when it came to wearing pink and if we take it back and if we take the shit back to 2002 we know Cameron was lost in the pink
1: you already know I lost. He was all over the pink. He was yeah. all
0: over the pink. I seen grown men wearing fucking <laughs> pink do rags and pink talkies. Like, they was like, nah, man, before we like, nah, this shit is gay. And I was just like, but my man's, your opinion completely changed now. Nah, now nah, this is the new thing. It's like, so
2: you a sheep. You a follower. <laughs> I remember when Cam pulled up in my hood, you know, shout out to the dip with the pink lamb. With the pink
1: rain, you got to see it. That's that's a that's a New York City like urban legend right now.
0: I had the pink leather interior.
1: Facts. I'm going to
2: pulled the right up on back street with that with the dips. Like
1: if at the museum, of natural history history wasn't so snooty, that, that should be in there. <laughs> with the pink fur, like I'm that ass, like that ass, like like some like. How they have like those old school shits with the costumes hanging right next to the artifact and it used to be just like that. Shit.
2: He's still he's still making money off that.
1: Scott the Gosh, It was iconic. It was iconic. But um the singles match, the WWE championship, Drew McIntyre, Bobby Lashley. I just got like like all the hijinks and stuff going on. A lot of story was in this. I like Yeah.
2: yeah
0: and they've also worked great together even throughout their time when they were in um you know TNA they had a really good run um i like the fact that now they're they're building Lashley to become a legitimate heel mm. that should have been done 2 3 years ago when he got here
1: <laughs> it should have like, it
0: it should have been done they dropped the should've ball, dropped the ball. They, that was like a bill buckner type of play
1: <laughs> they come, especially because, um, like two, three years ago, he was coming in with momentum to, yeah. Like... And so you guys don't um, capitalize on that momentum. You just have his um, crazy-looking sister come to the ring with Sami Zayn, and he was just lost. In yeah, the they basically
2: they did the same thing to Drew when Drew first came back on Raw, and they had him looking in these silly feuds and stuff like that. And then he had to build himself back up over the past year.
1: And, and Paul Heyman, who we'll be talking about after the um, after the main event match discussion, but he he had to iron him. And he said he's our next guy. And yeah, game kind of right. But yeah, I thought I thought it was a great match. I know there was like like one crazy botch where like Drew almost got dumped on his head. It was. I'm surprised they didn't cut that <laughs> shit out, but it was funny. <laughs> yeah it was two big men slapping me
2: whoa. as on um, what you call it as Vicky e said
1: hey <laughs> hey e, whoa, as Vicky e would say you know how... <laughs> oh. two... Vicky not Vicky no I said big e. <laughs> oh okay okay I was like I'm, what the hell is going on in our stock room down there
2: Nobody
0: knows, my man. Nobody
1: knows. Uh, sh- but, um, oh, but sh- I-, I was gonna say I can see this um being a SummerSlam rematch, probably with like um a stipulation attached to it, maybe like a no DQ, maybe a street fight. Yeah. Yeah. Shout
2: out to um MVP. He
1: has been putting that work. I'm hoping, I'm hoping MVP brings back Bobby Lashley's um camp entourage. Because I feel like that kind of made his character stand out a lot in TNA. And it was like something very different than we ever really got in a, in a wrestling product. Mm-hmm. Like having a whole MMA style camp around a wrestler. Mm-hmm. So I, th- I think that really adds to like the Lashley mystique. Because I remember that was like the time when he was like capturing all the titles in TNA yeah. at that time. When he had the black hat band? So he Yeah, so he's probably not gonna do that here, but if they bring him back the entourage with him, I think that would like do wonders for his character and like really um stay claim to a lot of um casual or oh, not even casual views, just anybody that's watching. Make him stand out a bit <laughs> and elevate.
0: Well, I know there you know, there's a rumors that they wanna try to set up a nice little faction. Um <laughs> MVP being, you know, the main guy on top, you know, like kind of like the the ringleader, but you know, bringing in Lashley, um, Apollo Cruz will finally again, finally getting the more than well deserved push.
2: The nation party, uh,
0: exactly. Um, and then I know they they want to uh, MVPs and trying to push for Shelton Benjamin, um, who's also been very underutilized.
1: You know that was crazy? Like, last weekend before Backlash, I, stum- I stumbled upon his Instagram. And I forgot he was employed at WWE. Yo, um, yeah. Like, he was talking about, like, um, he was like, yeah, catch out my matches on main event. And it was, like, two months ago. I was like, he was still on the roster? Yeah. yeah. He was just on roll. No, but that's what I'm saying. Like, literally, like, the weekend before, like, um, before Backlash, like, I, I forgot. Like I was on his Instagram and saw that. <laughs> like if you'd have told me with Shelton Benjamin, I thought he would have been like a free agent. But if they can utilize him good, because he 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 was the man without the mic skills. He had everything else, but, but the
0: he was the golden standard,
1: is my Indeed, he was.
0: He was a golden standard,
1: even with his mama. <laughs> Ooh, somebody call his mama. <laughs> Well, um, how you guys liking Drew McIntyre's reign so far? It's good.
0: Um, it sucks that, unfortunately, it's not where we would want in terms of, like, the fan perspective, just because there isn't any, and I think it just, it literally fucking sucks.
1: Um, yeah, I, I was thinking that, but too. But
0: he's been showing, um, he's been very open. I think uh, his personality is starting to show up a little bit more. Like, this is exactly who he is, you see him, you know, doing the little, like the nice little cocky taunts. Um, and it's, it's great. You know, he, same thing out in TNA when he was given the world title. Um, I think now like the fact that he's being trusted to kind of be that, that new wave, that new guy he's finally getting his, uh, his seat on the throne. You know, it's, uh, it's nice to see. And it's definitely, it's paying off. Yeah. oh
1: yeah, um. I I could see that as a wrestler. Like if you're a wrestler, like you break your back, you do a lot of bumps all over the world just um just for a shot. And then at a period of a time a company's like, Look, you're our guy right now. Like so you, you walk a little higher, talk a little louder, and just like really put in the work and he's definitely been doing that.
2: Yeah, he looks good as the champ. Um unfortunately, you know, obviously we all know before Corona, he had the crowd, you know, he was doing the champ. That little four three two one chant that was getting in yeah. with the Claymore. Mm-hmm. Um obviously the people in the back are high on him. Um, I think you know, I, obviously when we get the fans back, Ophie probably still has the belt or at least a contender. He still have the fans behind him. He's doing the best way he could with this situation. Did a good job. True.
1: And, and then even in behind I would say like besides um Ted DiBiase Jr., he probably had, like, the best ever um, long-term story payoff. Or just, like, the most easiest to book shit because he was proclaimed as the chosen right, one once a long, like, a long time ago. He did not and now he's there, but they can always use that in the package. hmm And it helps
2: that he's, you know, he's in a good feud with, uh, like, Lashley and stuff like that. It would have been way
1: worse if you had, like, wax feuds. Sure. Yeah, I'm curious to see who's next, but we'll probably like I said, we'll probably get Lashley at SummerSlam, and then um, who knows? But like Chris also said, like I feel so bad. I will jump into the Paul Heyman point too. It like it feels like with him being champ, a lot of people was liking him as champ, and they never got a chance to like show like the reaction he deserves to get right now because there are no fans. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> But before we um we move on from you know from backlash because we still have at least two matches. We gotta talk
1: about the. I think we
0: got one more. No, 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 no.
1: We got. Well,
0: technically, it was. We need to talk about one more match, but.
1: Oh, United States. No,
0: no, 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 no. no, no. Can we please talk about what I don't know what the fuck they were thinking? Shenanigans.
1: The oh, oh, oh. between the Viking Raiders and Street <laughs> Profit. Can
0: somebody explain to me what the fuck I just saw? A rush Hour Fool.
1: That was Russell's <laughs> acid <laughs> trip.
0: Yeah, that I, I don't. I still to this day I don't even know what the fuck happened. Like I know they were scheduled to have a match, and then afterwards, like after that whole bullshit happened, it mm-hmm. was like. Oh, and they have a match afterwards. Like aren't they supposed to have a tag team match? I'm like I I don't know what I just saw. I don't know what it was this. Like Dude, I have something you nice. wanna talk about a filler? That was a fucking filler.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it felt
2: like somebody came up with that last the night before on Creative, Wow, like they was watching rush Hour, like all three rush hours, high out their mind. Two three rush and it was like <laughs> it was like, Why this? they never did four? And then Vince was like, Let's do it.
0: Nah, that just seemed well that, um, yeah, that was more like, hey, you got five minutes to hand in your homework. What can you come up with? This
1: Oh no, that was that was the next statement over this over the protest. That was <laughs> that.
0: I was like, my man, what is this?
1: And uh, like I know, everybody loves the ninjas with Akira Tozawa. I would say though that really came out of left field. For like, as people, older fans that watch wrestling, like I'm never surprised. Like, where's my excitement? Like that shit. I'm like, what? <laughs> I I
0: I I don't know. I have no <laughs> words. That was legit out of like. Out of the blue, that came out on the way it looked like it was like some Ninja Turtle shit. Like, yeah, like the old 80s. That, like, they bring, in, 90s they bring in fucking Super Shredder in. <laughs> I was like, what? What is this?
2: Fucking bowling ball this shit turned into three ninjas.
0: Uh, I I was in awe. Like, if you ever wanted to shut someone up, just, like, I, I don't know how to... I don't know what's
1: this. I don't know who... Produced the it. turkey leg was killing me, too. <laughs> it's funny. Like, that shit... Like I said, I think that was wrestling's version of acid Trip, more so than um the Firefly Funhouse. That was... So- no, this, no, this was not... this. That was
0: nothing, anything close to that. At least everything else had a storyline. Everything had a meaning to everything. This. Lost for words. It was a bold strategy. (laughs) I wonder how it's going to play out.
2: Yeah. Well, we got the
1: the main event. The greatest wrestling. The greatest. In history. You know what, after going through all of this and the match, I love that name. Like, the title. Like, whoever decided to just run with that name for it, like, genius. that was a genius move. Because it distinguished the match, and then, it, like I said, it filled into, like, the troll factor. The greatest wrestling match ever. It definitely sparked the... a lot of engagement.
0: Yeah, they really, they really did. Um, they brought in the artificial crowd noises. (laughs) I noticed that when Edge came out, and I was just like, "Yo, is that like that?" They gave him like a really huge pop.
1: I thought I was the only like you could tell like it was
0: raised. It really was, and then like they the the chance in between matches, which was great. It was, it was a nice touch. I thought it was going to be corny, but then after a while, I was like, yo, this actually, you know, it's a nice breath of fresh air. It's like being reintroduced to, like, what it would be if it was, uh, you know, in front of a crowd.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's what was going to my point. Like, W did a real good job of, like, taking this match and, like, making it special with the crowd noise, the think. Yeah, that was. Introductions.
2: Yeah, I think they wanted to make
1: it up. The name of um, the match.
2: For the, you know, Mania, he's not having a crowd and all that. So it's like at least less like
1: Addison. I already give the match four stars off the name alone. Like, I love the greatest wrestling match ever. Like, if they put that shit on the t shirt, I might buy it. (laughs) They sold you. They sold you. It's just so funny. The greatest wrestling match ever. And especially because it's just Edge and Randy Orton. (laughs)
2: Hey man, They did loving,
0: and even nah, he, they
1: did like it was a great match. They
0: even had the uh the greatest showman song to introduce. I was
1: them wondering. To. I was like, I was like, this song is not no WWE type of ambiance.
0: No, they know. literally they.
1: <laughs> yeah, I see the nice touch they did with them. Harold Finkel.
0: Oh yeah, that was. I that was, I was it. about
1: to say. I think you. I think I love the, the reason why I love this match so much is because like the true carniness of like professional wrestling was like poking his head out. Yeah,
0: I definitely agree with that. Like the, the 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 showmanship, how everything in the always is back in the days, and how they used to promote wrestling matches. It was um, it was great. I
2: think um, so I think um, Edge might have sparked the battery back at Randy back. My man, my man looking good.
0: Rated RKO.
2: Like, he look like he's focused now. He's ready to go. And then the Chompa comments. Chompa not having a good week. First, he got put to sleep. Now, Randy looking real good. (laughs) He said first
1: he put to sleep. (laughs) (laughs) First, he got put to sleep. I think with Randy Orton, I think... Because I was thinking about this early, because I knew we was gonna talk about. It. I think it's two things. I think there's a call, like a clause in Randy Orton's contract, whatever. Like, ah, right, you can chill out for like, like three or four years, but for one of those years, in the face of time, we're really gonna need you and we're gonna, um, use you. Because I don't know how you guys feel. It's always like that. Like Randy Orton is like in the background for maybe like a couple of years, and all of a sudden, he's like, back into like the spotlight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I felt he'd been hovering around.
2: Like for the past few years, he haven't been this engaged since the Bray Wyatt um um storyline.
1: I mean, that was all the way back yeah. at Mania, and then also too. what I think, like personally, like a uh, theory I might have, like since everybody is in one place, it, it really feels like a, a competition. Like it's also now, um, the boys is kind of like in the top this type yeah. of mode. You're not wrong. And, like, everybody – it's a st- It's like everybody's on the same playing field because it's the same stage. Like, who is going to rise to the top? And I can see, like, Randy on – he's, like, the vet. He's, yeah. like, as the youngest world champ, he's now, like, the vet. And it's, like, no no real, like, ruthless aggression stars is, like, still in the locker room like that. Yeah. But so, I know. for him to, like, you know what, I'm not – yeah, like, something, like, along those lines. So, I really no, – like He's he still one of, like,
2: um, B.O.G.s. Like- Mickey James after the mm-hmm. match, she had tweeted out, like, yeah, that's how it's done. And then she put like added NXT. Like, I guess they getting fed up a bit with the NXT boys.
0: You know There was a lot of controversy, you know, with that because a lot it's like some people took it as a shot. Um she apparently didn't mean it to come out that way. Like, you guys better start paying attention, but it was more like, hey we this is the level where you guys need to you know to look at yeah. not so much as is like NXT versus main roster um, but it's also like I said like I was a little I was a little put off by the the greatest match of all time <laughs> just because it's like I, I think it's a it's a little I think it's a bit too subjective. You know, like everybody's gonna have their opinions and different opinions of whether, you know it's kinda like saying, like, what what is the greatest song? What's the greatest single of all time? What's the greatest album of all time? Like everyone there's no there's no definitive answer. Definitive a, answer for those type of I minds. know Shawn Michaels felt some type of way when there was this like you guys are really gonna do the greatest match of all time.
1: <laughs> <laughs> really? like
0: i know I, love that name. I know i i can give you some matches that I was like if you watch this match this would completely change everything so it is it's going to be a different opinion but i guess after looking at it i i took it for what the match was and what they were trying to do yeah you know it so
2: was, it was, it was cool. you know they,
0: yeah you know they they pulled out some some old moves you know, we saw Randy Orton, I guess he went to um, leg-slapping class <laughs> with a punt, which I was i was actually pretty... Uh, I kind of marked out a little bit when I saw it.
1: Yeah, because we always got like a tease in yeah. past couple of years, but never a full follow-through, or like somebody would get out the way last minute.
0: Exactly. It's like, oh, they brought back the punt. You know, they brought out the rock bottom, the imprettier, the... Uh, Randy Orton tried to pull off the uh, the pedigree. So which which I I saw what they did that they tried to do you know how, you know they always said that was probably one of the greatest of uh, rivalries between Triple H and The Rock, and then having Randy Orton and Edge so it was kind of like, you know it was, it was a little poetry there. Yeah.
1: I was like, and it was also like um I think they. Um, I think somebody said on Twitter or Reddit, I forgot who, but I think it was like a Ric Flair Steambot, um, Steambot. Steamboat, um, <laughs> Steamboat, Steamboat, um, spot. Like, I saw, so I think they trying to was, like, incorporating, like, matches from, like, old, while also, like, bringing it into, like, a modern setting, yeah. from, like, like rivalries, A, hom- a hom-
2: homage to all the, um, I guess, great
1: rivalries. Yeah, like, like a wrestling, yeah, like a wrestling history inside, like, the greatest wrestling match ever, like, using those to fuel what they were trying to, like, <laughs> Um, to fuel the story they were trying to tell. Yeah, I
2: get that. that. That makes sense.
0: I know, like, if I was to go under the uh, Uncle Dave type of ratings, like, for me, we'll get, like, a, a four and a quarter. Um, it, yeah, that's fair. It, wasn't it was a never five. a five, but I would give it at the very most a four. Four and a quarter. And that's kind of, like, at my release. My yeah. Um, I did like they uh, they the milked it. they slowed everything down in terms of spots, um, the storyline in the beginning, you know, Edge, this was Edge's first actual, you know, the wrestling match in almost 10 years, you know, so they made him seem like, hey, you know, you're still a little slow, you're kind of a little rusty. And then after a while, everything started to kind of come back and they played it as, okay, you know, we're, we're going to play the neck a little bit this is your comeback story. You're coming back at us now. So it was, it was nice how everything was milked out and how the, uh, both guys in ring psychology was, uh, was great. Yeah.
1: No, it was definitely, and that's, that's what I'm I'm glad. Like, like I was saying, alluding earlier, like when right now, since everybody's in the PC, it's kind of like some Broadway putting on the show for everybody type shit. So, hopefully, this shows, like, the PC or the NXT or whoever, like, this is how you're going to um, structure a match or, like, just do storyline. Like, it can mm-hmm. be done. It was it's, good, though. Good, good shit. I would love if they bring back a wrestle, a, the greatest wrestling match ever too. <laughs> <laughs> Like yo, if they start slapping, they can't overdo it, but I am a fan of this title. So, that already got me with that with those few words. But um, but it was crazy enough cuz before backlash, um, we was talking about it earlier. There were big changes in the creative. Four out of um, 40. Paul Heyman got the yeah, Paul Heyman got the X-nay and Bruce Prichard got the NA for both Raw and SmackDown. Now, um any how you guys feel about the dismissal of Heyman? Do you think it was justified? Um short-sighted?
0: It was Vince being Vince at the end of the day. Um mm-hmm. Paul's trying to create he's a he's trying to create guys. You know, and there's there hasn't been a lot of guys who've been um given the screen time. He wants to be able to do that, build guys from scratch. You know, you saw when he was trying to um corporate ricochet and cedric alexander's attack team which i think could have worked out vince was not happy you know um with with a couple of certain things that he was trying to do and he wanted the results now um and i think it wasn't so much like hey you know we don't have any fans we don't know what we have but let's build something now um
1: yeah, let's build the talent so when they come back we at least yeah. have something
0: you know, um Paul always considered like the uh <laughs> the catering six um you know him using the catering, catering six, six, you know it was him like using andrade um a Paul, another one in there, um Garza like these are the yeah, guys you know,
1: that, spot- to say.
0: you know these are guys that weren't even utilized. he was like, we have the talent here, like let's use these fucking guys." In- you know, um, so a lot of it... Because really,
1: they have potential. Yeah,
0: and a lot of it really came down to Paul was trying to do, you know, something from the beginning, like, let's build up from scratch. let's not try to make, you know, depend on the same, you know, veterans all the single time. And Vince wanted to, you know, wanted his ideas. Paul tried to kind of take his ideas that he's trying to create and Vince and try to work around it. And at the end of the day, it just came down to not... Being able to do what he needed to do. It's
1: like two thousand six ECW all over again. Yeah, that's time is a flat it, circle. And
0: if you really look at it, what what was done? They had to bring back Christian. Um, they had to bring back the Big Show. Uh, when the ratings went up, especially with the third hour, it didn't. You know, it didn't dip to uh, a fucking load. So I get where you're coming from. You know, you, you kind of have to support the ratings. But at the end of the day it's just like mm-hmm. you need to build it up. You can't always keep going to the well every single time.
1: And like ratings, especially in this time period, should just take a back burner. Like we're everybody is fighting in a pandemic. People are protesting. Like not a lot of people are watching T V right now. Yeah. Like they're bigger issues at hand. So ratings <laughs> I don't I don't know what is being said from T V networks. I don't know if they want maintain strong ratings, but like, right now is not the time to be looking for ratings as a justification of, like, is your show um, flopping or failing? Yeah. But I was going to say, like, what you bringing up with, like, how Heyman wants to build up talent when he was talking about mm-hmm. that. It kind of reminds me of the Knicks situation in a sense. How, like, Vince just always wanted to go short-term. Yeah. Um, Big guys never really want to build anybody. So now when these guys left, there is nothing there. So somebody wants to say, you know what, we have nothing, but let's try to build something. And it's gonna take time. Like you're not gonna get stone cold in the rock in a matter of two weeks, especially with no fans, to base off reactions.
0: And we 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 seen so this is this is my opinion on Vince McMahon. I think Vince is a genius um when it comes to certain things. I think um,
1: a millionaire. I should be a billionaire.
0: <laughs> but this is but this is what I mean.
1: <laughs> like I feel
0: that if you give Vince an idea, he will run with it. He has the mindset to make it better. But on a ground level, like hey, I'm gonna bring something from out of nothing and make it a thing. It never really pans out that way. A lot of the great ideas are because you either Vince kind of like saw its potential and liked it. And he's like, okay, I'm going to go ahead and make it better. But he's never been the kind of guy to legit really create, you know, like something out of nothing. And I think I'm kind of, I'm going to bring back the, the brawl for all type of thing. For example, they invested a lot of money. They were, you know, they were kind of really planting the seeds on Stephen Williams, Dr. Death, OK, they wanted to make this. Yeah,
1: that was that. Yeah, kind.
0: they they wanted to, you know, do like the toughest man competition. This is when they were obsessed with doing anything with like the UFC. Um, And if you guys remember, you know, Bart Gunn won. The whole point of that whole tournament was that most likely Steve Williams will be the one who, you know, who'll be the winner. He was a legitimate tough guy. Or, and then have them, you know, go up against Stone Cold. That was going to be a title match. That's basically what the, the, the whole plan was.
1: Yeah, coming in with momentum yeah. from, from winning that, from winning
0: the oh, And What ended up happening, Barkun, who was like, probably had the least chance of actually winning it, wins the whole thing. And now there's like, well, we're stuck with a guy that we really had no plans on doing anything with. How do we place him in a, a main event match? with Stone Cold. You know, like, it's like they they didn't know what to do. And then what what ended up happening, they haven't played up against fucking Butterbean and gets the fucking living pulp smacked out of Oh, yeah, that was his reward. That was his reward. And they were like, oh, we're going to do this. You know, and after that, if you win this, you know, you could definitely go up against Stone Cold. Instead, you have my man get knocked the fuck out at WrestleMania
1: yeah especially cuz um, even when mcgregor was about to fight floyd mayweather um cuz i remember billy asked me if there was ever a chance i'm like floyd mayweather is a trained boxer yeah. like you cannot touch a trained boxer really unless you're a trained boxer
0: even though even though mcgregor did he he had he had his he had his licks in there he had a couple of rounds that
1: yeah, but it was like the the later rounds is where he really faltered because he's not a boxer. He's not used to that twelve. Yes, exactly. So Mayweather was like, "All right, just wait till like round yeah. seven. You saw it too. Like yeah. McGregor was like, "Hold up, it ain't three rounds in this bitch?" Like, nah, nigga, it's a whole twelve. It, and we go. Yeah, like the
0: long game. It, it that was where it was a huge problem. <laughs> you know, but that's kind of where like where I'm coming up with that. Uh, I feel like if you give him an idea, he knows how to polish it and make it better. But mm-hmm. in terms of really creating something from from ground up, I don't think I, that I can remember of my 25-plus years of watching you know, wrestling have I ever seen, like, okay, this is his thing. That it didn't have a shitty fucking gimmick.
1: I would say... Three things just popped in my head, which I think fit the criteria and probably the only thing: Um, Shield, Wyatt Family, and Fiend. That he created? No. Yeah, like just like, but like events, like an OG idea. (laughs) But he has to like push it and like see through. He was
0: never behind the shield. Yeah, he he was never behind the shield. That was something that was really up with. Really, CM Punk was actually.
1: No, because it's so confusing. Because they were all over the yeah. place. So, like, so I thought. That no. was,
0: like... CM Punk was really. I guess he he was money. really big on that. Uh, with the with the um the when not having Roman, Roman wasn't originally on it. Um, originally they wanted to have uh Chris Hero, you know, Cash Russo be. One of those guys instead of Roman and Vince was like, "No, bro, you need to put Roman in there." He's like, "All right, fine, whatever." But like, these are the guys that I would love to be able to do something where we can work a program around it. So and um mm-hmm. and Paul Heyman was also you know behind it, but it wasn't a Vince McMahon idea. The theme that's something that's a that's really a Bray Wyatt thing, and I. And um, Vince kind of gave him the uh, the blessing. Is just like you've been able to really do a lot with the Bray Wyatt character. We're gonna run with the whole fiend thing. You know, he had a. I know Bray had a lot of uh, say in that. Okay, but everything else past that, like, there's been very minimal minimal things that Vince is like, hey, this is my idea. We're going to make this work. And you can tell when it's Vince's idea when it's almost a little bit maniacal. (laughs) He comes off some real off-the-walls and he's just like, oh, that's Daddy Vince. Vince came up with that.
1: I'm pretty sure Ric Flair, um, low blowing Christian might have been Something along those
0: lines, yeah, so it's definitely um it definitely comes to a point where if you give him an idea and he if he likes it he'll he'll definitely tune it up he'll tailor it up to a point where he's like, okay, now this is good shit, this is really what's gonna what's gonna really make it better and he's really great at that he's great at polishing it
1: i uh, okay I understand yeah. Nah, like you said, and um, and I felt bad for Paul Heyman because I could kind of, like, it goes hand-in-hand what I said about Charlotte, like how it, it sucks for no fans because I feel like Paul Heyman, what he was trying to do, I feel like the fan response would have told a better indication than what the ratings would have said. Like, I, I I would I would kill to see how these past few episodes of Raw would have done with a um, live crowd. Because they've been they've been like kind of like a throwback, very story focused. Hasn't really been all the, like boring, and it seems like everybody kind of has a direction in a sense. <laughs> Did you money milk?
0: No nah. No, that was me.
1: Oh, okay. Oh, okay. But no, um, anything you got to say, money? Um, before we um dip off from the subject.
2: Um, I was just a little surprised with the Paul Heyman thing. Um, but obviously, you know, they had their reasons, you know, business wise, you know, the ratings was, wasn't doing too good at the end of the day, you know, it don't matter what we think about storyline wise, they still got to an answer to USA and Fox and all this other stuff. So if, you know, Vince is not satisfied, you know, he's going to make a move. He did the same thing to Eric Bischoff.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't even know if that's even true. Like Eric Bischoff, I feel like he just went backstage, grabbed coffee and some steak and just left. And it's like, you know, I. I don't <laughs> that. Like that shit was so weird. Eric was running SmackDown. And then like two weeks later, Eric Bischoff.
0: Yeah, called. it was like. I think there's more to that story that we don't even know about.
1: It has to be.
2: Yeah. Um, Even like the one thing I would say about Paul Heyman, there was like. One of the reasons that AJ Styles went to SmackDown is because after the um after the club got clipped, um AJ was mad that Paul Heyman didn't go to bat for them.
0: I I never heard about that. I
1: feel I feel like that story just came out. Because I remember when um no I no I remember it came out, but I remember when um he first got there. And, he, and then there were reports saying, like, how he was so excited to work with um, AJ and and the OC because he actually saw the yeah. potential in them. Because remember, like, even when he first started coming, they started getting a little push. He,
0: he was – he's big on, like, trying to make fashions. I know he wanted a – you know, he was all for doing something with the club.
1: And he, he he's no dummy. He's no – there's still interest – and like you said, um, the remnant of quote-unquote Bullet Club within WWE, like he knew there was yeah. money in that and still yeah, That's why
2: AJ was, AJ was so, mad like said, that the, he didn't go to back for them.
1: But I think the thing would I think Vince and the powers that be, I think their mind was already made up and anything that Paul Heyman said was just going to fall on deaf ears regarding Anderson and Gallows. Hmm. Well,
2: that's why AJ wants to the smack them.
0: I mean, we
1: all know that. Yeah, it's not his fault, but like you said, i think AJ pretty... Styles. Yeah, go ahead. What was that? That is his show, SmackDown.
0: SmackDown is the show that AJ Styles built.
1: <laughs> and he has the championship again. Speaking of. <laughs> back back wish on SmackDown. I
2: thought about the IC tournament.
1: I thought overall it was great and, like, a good showcase. Like I said, there's no fans right now, so the best thing you can do is to showcase your talents and what they can and can't do. Yeah. And just make everybody look good. So I feel like it was a great um, thing for everybody. Like, we got an AJ Styles Nakamura match on free TV, which is also another little elbow poke okay. New Japan Pro Wrestling.
2: Yeah, I like My how they thing is like, up the uh, importance of the IC title, like before the main match, they show like the montages of all the old champions and stuff like that.
0: I just get mad when they don't showcase it. Like we all know that title is supposed to be the workhorse title. It's like a, you know, there's a lot of history behind it, but it's just like you guys do this now and then later on it just fizzles out. So until yes, it becomes it more, like that. until it becomes more consistent, um. Uh, I'm st I-, I still want to reserve my judgment on, on this build up. Even though like the tournament was great.
1: Are you uh believe it till i see yeah. it. Yeah. That's that's very understandable because like you said, it's always like that. They'll put it on somebody like you know what, this is it. We're gonna bring it back to prominence and then like you said, two, three, four months later it's back where it was right at the
0: Exactly. So until then, it is what it is.
2: Well, overall, we did get it. We got a great match.
0: We did. We got a we got a nice little instant classic.
2: Yeah, another SmackDown classic.
1: Another SmackDown classic.
2: <laughs> you know, you know, usually when AJ and, you know, Daniel get together, they always put on a little little show.
0: And um we don't we don't really talk about it much. But we know we uh we've had New Japan finally come back. Um, they're
1: y'all just saying Okada wrestling. Yeah, they're
0: basically they started off the uh, the New Japan Cup. Um, so there's a lot of uh,
1: the world is a little bit back to normal.
0: It's a, exactly, but there's some there's some bangers already out in that that first round. Um, then we also have uh TNA. They're gonna they're doing their Slam anniversary show this weekend. And they teased a okay. former TNA World Heavyweight Champion slash uh, former WWE guy. Yeah. Um. They had their uh one of their tapings like uh, yesterday, and there was a uh, a man that goes by three initials. Yep. I yeah, will
2: not yeah. put it out. Yeah, they did. They, they, t- no, they, they did, did. put it out. They,
1: dropped, it out. His logo. they dropped his. They own they they,
2: they they. Yeah.
0: So they had they they they. Do.
1: And I I I kind of like that fit if he goes back there. I think that would be a, a great fit because I know people wanted him in AEW, but I feel like
0: TJ it would it will be a little
1: same samey with, with MJF.
0: And uh but he's been he's been doing a lot of stuff on the gram. He's been uh basically repatch- repackaging himself and him kind of going in now as a as a heel. You know Moose is kind of like uh. Babyface now, and I think this would be a a great opportunity right now for him to to come back. And I think, kind of like, I'm back.
1: Yeah, because and as, as short as the list of if it is, I, I would consider EC three as a TNA or like somebody you associate with, like the like the company you most associate yes. a wrestler with. Like, I feel like he is a TNA guy die. and product and. He's, yeah, he's a TNA guy. So him going back, I I think
0: that's. I exactly. just I I just hated the Get fact that make- when he went up to the main roster, it was just they, they did nothing. There wasn't any attempt. It was just like you had him for one week, and he was out on main event. The guy is money. Um, can work both as a as a baby face and a heel, and I think he does um a great job at both. Just never been able to to showcase him. Creative had nothing for him. Um, I know right off the bat um, he wasn't gonna stand. He wasn't gonna stay. uh, Take a long time on NXT. It was more okay. You're just gonna do some shows here. But reality, the end goal is just like hey, they're gonna put you up in the main roster. They put
1: just to get him up to speed. Yeah, uh, camera. production wise and stuff like that they
0: they just fucking fail, I think you know he he's a he's a total package and i definitely
1: yeah that's why he was like one of the question marks like I was like how because as we all know vince he like he likes the good bodies and 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 it's better if it comes with some charisma and mic skills, so for somebody that fit that um fit all those boxes and just relegated to cater it was like very there was just yeah it's bizarre
0: I think his abs got more play than himself
1: <laughs> the Tony Nese club yeah
0: so we we now know that abs don't get you very far
1: no yeah. look at mustard money in the bank no abs in sight except for the shorty he wrote yeah
0: and that's about that
1: but, yeah, um, that's about that. Uh, got a quick thoughts from AEW. I think, like, um, and you guys are right, um, Cody is um, proven his worth as TNT champion. I, I was, I was, I was IWC Mark. I was filling in my hands, but it's been pretty cool, like, these past two, um, challenges. And, um, come to find out, um, Mark Quinn from Private Party is actually, like, good friends with, um, one of my main producers that helps me with music, like he grew up in um Brevois with Malcolm. Malcolm is them. so that's why Mark.
0: Yeah, comes he's from. um. I've seen him on a lot of uh, um HOG shows. Mm-hmm. You know, grow up in uh... So it was good
1: seeing um. A and then before we jump into Taker, how you guys liking um FTR so far on Wednesday nights?
2: It been cool. They had a good. They had a good match last week. Um, you know, obviously they're doing a little built up to the um young, young bucks. I don't know. They...
1: Yeah, that that's one match that yeah can that's all I, I think that's happening. Too much. Yeah. No, no, like that. That that match can't happen without fans. But, I'm sorry. Like I could do the cinematic, but the first match has to be in front of a live crowd. But to
0: be honest, we already we we, we can't. You you can only be able to milk it so long before it's like, okay, this match has to happen.
1: Put that in the storyline. Like if if they would come out be like, we could do this now, but they know it's a disservice to like all the fans around the world to not have that front. Like they can make that literally a storyline. Everybody be like, okay, because it's true. Like those four guys, first time ever in the match, has to have some type of crowd behind it. not even if it's 20% capacity there least some type of crowd needs to be witness to that yeah, they should just they
2: could, I think they should like at least wait until like full
1: mm-hmm. see,
2: you know see how the how how the scenery's looking if the crowd's is coming back
1: yeah just like check out the landscape cuz I was like in wrestling right now there's not too many money matches if, if, unless, um, unless it's like interpromotional, that's a money match, yeah.
2: So, hopefully, that would but it. Is what it easy. is, they're not gonna go just straight into
1: yeah. it. Is what it is, but hopefully, um, with sending my spirit to Scott Hall and DDP yoga, <laughs> <laughs> manifest, hopefully, they get a crowd. Along with it, but yeah, that's about it. And then we could just, um, I know, um, before we wrap up, guys, episode four of Last Ride dropped my first episode. This last roster series, I think, I'm a Benjamin after it's all said and done. But this one was cool because it was going through the like the um, the car crash, infamous name by Chris. After that, it was, it
2: was two car crashes <laughs> in this episode.
1: It was it was Goldberg. The tag and... match before that. Fuck, fuck, fuck. So, <laughs> the, yes, match. the two car crashes. Yes. The, mat- That's the like match... That's like
0: the reverse street Yo, that shit was
1: a... Deb- Triple H got That engine. shit
0: was a fucking debacle.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> like, street <laughs> debacle. Fucking...
2: Fucking Shawn Michaels is missing spots from a mile away. (laughs) Fucking Triple H towards his peck.
1: You know the crazy, even though that match is so crazy, I'm pretty sure all four of those guys like laugh about that shit. Because that's like only some shit they can somehow be a part of.
2: You seen Taker, he was having a hard time with that.
1: Like Triple H, like a throwback to the um, the raw match with um Benoit and Jericho goes down with an injury. Michaels' first match back has to basically carry the match. Like fucking okay, Kings and Mayor. Right. No. He's like yo, Sean, I can't go. I'm fucking injured. You gotta carry this. He's like what? He's like, yeah. I was supposed to just come in, do a hot tag, maybe a kick, and get out the way. He's
0: like, nope. <laughs> Not today, man. I can't move for shit.
1: Oh man, at that. But I, I did like the um, I like the theme of the episode though, because it was showing you it's not um, because a lot of people I seen on the internet, they were like how Undertaker just can't quit, but I thought like it it, it like it explained to you without really explaining to you, like this shit is like an addiction, like I think mostly all Mark Calloway knows is like making his way through a um gorilla and wrestling a match and like when that stops like what are you gonna do? Like when it stop stops for real, like what's next?
2: Yo, this is like parallel to like the the last dance. No, he every time he has a match, mm-hmm. it's not going good. He taking it personally. Uh I think I'm gonna do another one. I think I'm good for another one. <laughs>
1: Nah, he couldn't he could have retired like, after that Goldberg one. If if Undertaker would have bowed out after that Goldberg, that would have been like a slap to like pro wrestling and then. But this was interesting. The whole... After the,
2: the the Roman tag match, this is the first episode that after a match, mm-hmm. he told Vince I'm done. And Vince was like, uh, you sure yeah uh, yeah, sure. I would.
1: <laughs> we'll let you know.
2: <laughs> we'll circle back on it. And if Taker's like, nah, I'm
1: done. <laughs> That's fucking Chris talking to Mr. Barajas, (laughs) 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 fucking (laughs) clown. Yo, I'm done. I'm done. (laughs) And then you
0: throw a shoe at you.
1: You know. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, gonna miss that building. Yo, before we we should do like a (laughs) live show in that building before they would do whatever they want with it. A lot of memories in there. A lot of memories. A lot of. But no, I was also cool, like seeing um, seeing um, just Undertaker behind the curtains, just like hanging around, brought his daughter to the access, forgot his gear, had to go. That back was incredible.
2: Like he went back, flew back on the PJ, got the gear, and he didn't even wrestle
1: at Mania. But <laughs> I think. I think that was a. I think that was like a little message he was sending by not bringing his gear. Because like Vince said, like any wrestler knows, like even if you're backstage and it look like you can go, you always bring your gear. Just yeah. The so Undertaker was like this year. He's like I ain't bringing this shit. He's like you brought your gear. Nope. Like I'm good this year. So it was funny seeing that exchange. But like, like as you saw, he went straight home and got his gear. So are you
2: seeing um? We 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 found out that Vince was mad at him for about to do the star um starcast joint.
0: He didn't even know about it.
2: I would we'll be too. He yanked he yanked him and angle off that. What the hell y'all doing?
1: <laughs> you have this upstart company, blade. we got you. It was like um, one hundred and six in park. Oh fuck! When um, what's his name from the dog pound? Dies. I don't know. Do you remember that 106 Park episode? It was like very infamous. Like when Daz was like beefing with them, like Dog Pound. And then he had them on um, Suge Knight brought him back and he gave him like the death row chain. And it was like, yo, we got your bitch, nigga. Yeah,
2: he was not appreciating that, Vince.
0: Not at all. He was just like, I don't want to talk to you. You, you were trying to go to the He's like, what the fuck are
2: you talking about? I just went to do a signing. He was like, fucking Taker's like, I don't even know what that was. It is what it is.
0: At the end of the day, it, it was what it was. He came back. We already, like, you know, Taker's not going anywhere.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Nigga, Vince make it seem like he was about to do a whole signing. So he was about to sign the deal right there. But you know it is what it is. Any last takeaways? Nope.
0: My my words have been heard and said and spoken.
2: What about you T? All right.
0: I think T's faded right now.
2: Yeah. If that's the case. We out. You support Chris.
0: And for the first time ever, it ain't me who's left the first first one to leave the building.
2: You ain't leave the club first this time.
0: Um, I ain't leave the club first. But I'm going to give you guys a send-off. We're going to come back to y'all next week with a new hot take. New some new tea.
2: Episode 20 coming up.
0: Episode 20, man. We made it this far. Time for a celebration, bitches.
2: Might have to pop up the bubbly.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Signing off.
2: Check you guys out later. We out.